the guy who was making the waffles was just the cutest dude, like middle aged man. And he like had little glasses on, little little like gap in his teeth. He's like, "This is the house I was born in." Like, <laughs> like he took us to the window, pointed up the street. He's like, "That's the house I was born in." Now I'm here, and just like kept bringing waffles. It's showtime, everybody! Showtime! You've been living in a dream world, Neo. Yeah. This is the world as it exists today. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Listen, we talking about practice. They peed on the dude's rug. Donnie, you're out of your element. I see, you think this has nothing to do with you. Don't ever trash talk black Jesus. This is the Adventure Stash with Payson McKelvin. Day seven. Um, I'm going to resend my earlier statement about day three. Three being the queen stage. This was definitely the queen stage. Holy shit. That was crazy. <laughs> that was so many things. Yeah. Um, walk us through what day seven was comprised of. So we should first revisit day three, which was 140 miles and a lot of headwind, some rain. Today was flawless weather. Incredible I, weather. I, like, I mean, I, I've been here so many times and I've probably seen weather like that, you know, on I could count on one hand in the West Fjords. Yeah. Wasn't a tailwind, wasn't a headwind really. It was just windless all day. We had straight from Patrick's Fjorder. Up and over to Talking Fjorder, which was a massive climb right out of the gate. Literally, like I would say, like a hundred feet from the hotel was yeah. just we started climbing, and then ripping descent. And while you're descending, you're like, you can't even really focus on the road because all you can see in the distance, like four miles away, is another even, even bigger, bigger climb where you're like, oh my! It just winded into the clouds. It like actually disappeared into the mist, and. Uh, I remember just getting down and being like, okay, I'm going to not even going to, not even going to spin my legs, not even going to pedal this entire descent rip down from basically from the climb over Patrick's Fjord to talking to Fjord. And then we went back up another climb. These were like 400 meter, 500 meter climbs. You know, I think one was maybe, uh, yeah, 13, 1400 feet. One was 1600 feet. Um, and then we ripped down to Buda dollar, um, which is this beautiful little town in the fjord. I think it's one of the coolest entrances to any mm. little town because it looks like a huge half pipe, just serrated, you know, walls of like vegetation on both sides, big, massive fjord, and just this little tiny village sits right there. Massive. And we were all like, I think we all got really hot on the climb and because it, ma- it was kind of wet and it's a little humid. And we just ripped down and we were all so sweaty and cold. And we basically went straight into town. <laughs> like rode all the way into town straight into waffles which we ate for like a good too hour long. yeah too long <laughs> um but we were just enjoying warming up and had blankets over us and everything like that and then we we left that fjord we we cruised coastline for a little bit in and out of the fjord and we stopped by this awesome waterfall I stopped by this really cool a-frame house old sheep shack and then kind of cruising around another fjord there was an incredible hot spring sadly all of us were too it was like sunny out and like probably 68 degrees and we were all kind of uh pretty beat and we didn't we didn't jump in the hot spring but it was amazing and then straight from that right into our our biggest climb of the day which 
took us um, out of, I think it's, is it Mjörfjörður? Like that, the one that goes up and over to the Nyandi? We're blanking on the name, but basically this big dirt climb. Huge. Which was, I think it's like one of the most beautiful. Like the if you looked left the entire time, you just see windless bay because you're so deep in the fjord, right? And way in the distance, you could see the town where you kind of popped into and you could see all the fjords and, and clouds were like hanging above, but it was like those light puffy ones, not the dark, stormy, mysterious clouds we've been seeing all week. And you just, you just knew it was going to be one of those days where it was like, Nothing was, there was no, nothing moving anywhere. It was beautiful. Um, massive climb kind of just kept going, going false, flat, false, flat, false summit, false summit, drop down maybe like 500 feet and then another climb. And, mm-hmm. um, but it was cool. Cause you're kind of like up at the water table and you could see snow in the distance. It felt, um, it felt like we were high up, felt like you're in the mountains a bit and, um, ripping descent, see some waterfalls like you're kind of peering down to the fjord and then you finally whip around and you have this just zigzaggy beautiful descent all the way to dinyandi waterfall um which is a big icon in the west fjords and from there you basically rip around one final massive like six like 40 mile peninsula which is what we did basically um all the way to our final destination in thingity but it should be mentioned that this peninsula um, that we, we ripped around today was super unique because a farmer there's there isn't a ro- there wasn't a road that connected this peninsula. There's a lighthouse at the end, and you could theoretically you could drive from Thingity to the lighthouse, and you could drive almost all the way out to it on the other side. But this farmer back in the '70s basically was like, "I want to connect this road," and so he took his tractor and he literally carved out of the cliff face. A road. I'm gonna using. I'm using air quotes here because it's basically just big, huge, loose boulders, and at high tide you can't even. You couldn't even go there um, in a car. And I mean, it, to describe. I'm not even gonna try to describe the riding, but it's so varied, so unique. At one point you're on beach boulders. At one point you're on black sand. At one point you're literally in a in a wave feature where there's a waterfall on your left, and you are inside of like a cave tunnel, like. It's the it's the craziest thing, and then one at one point there's literally a waterfall falling on your head, and you're just getting soaked. Then there's a crazy like twenty eight percent climb or something, just the punchiest thing ever. Yeah, and then you're like ripping through vegetation, and then all of a sudden you get to this lighthouse at the end, and it like totally changes. It's it's probably one of the most engaging rides you can do in Iceland, and um, and a very seldomly visited area. But I think what made today special for me it was just the fact that everybody got to actually take it in because it was so it was you know touted as being the most unique day because uh, there's so many beautiful things we saw and yeah we scored epic weather and sadly it turned out to be a bit more mileage than we planned 100 miles <laughs> i had i had it mapped out at like 85 but um yeah it was a it was a little mystery yeah uh so rue is fast asleep completely understandably she's doing basically two jobs this trip riding most of the miles and documenting so let's hand the mic to lail and hear your highlight for the day yeah yeah Ru and i got up at 4 30 this morning to edit photos and write oh. stories so she's just cracked for the rat the rat of this one yeah and then uh for a few other things too just trying to keep up with work but it's good i mean i wake up every morning just excited to ride my bike especially when we get to do this uh I am super grateful for good weather on today. Uh, that last, like, kind of adventure 
stretch would have just been really rough if it was windy and rainy and it was just pleasant so that was a real treat I loved the climbs today just jamming so that was super super fun um yeah really really good day good to ride that little stretch with Rue she saved her battery on her e-bike so she could document that and that e-bike is really crushing it man she's killing it on that thing you know that was pretty rough Mm -hmm. uh and it was super cool to have extra friends ride with us today. Tyler and Berger came out, and so that was cool. We had a little different crew, and we all had fun. It's been nothing but positivity the whole trip. You know, I feel like people here are just like that all the time because you just have to be. You <laughs> face so it's much true. every day, and, like, you really can't predict anything, so you just kind of have to go for it and deal with what comes up and and just say it'll be better in 15 minutes. <laughs> and it's usually at least different. <laughs> but it was super fun. I can't believe this is um, our last big day. Tomorrow we just have a big climb, but that's it. The time has both flown and felt like forever, which is weird. Like snap of the fingers, and then I'm like, oh, we've been here for like two years. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we live here now. Today's ride alone felt like two years in some ways. We're also staying in a really cool little spot. I don't know if anybody wants to explain that, where we are right now. It's kind of hard to describe. It's like a shop house. (laughs) I feel like some guy just had a building, and he turned half of it into like a somewhat traditional garage shop. And then the other side is like a cobbled together Airbnb thing that's all handmade has these like sleep pods that sort of feel like a closet but also have like (laughs) also have cool amenities like plugs in them and stuff and nice mattresses so yeah it's very and how much do you guys think we ate today oh my god God. honestly insane i yeah i think just waffles alone i had like eight I saw you just smashing, <laughs> smashing waffles. He was like double stacking them yeah. each time. I don't know why. Sort of like boredom eating almost in a way. Like I you're know. so stimulated during the ride that you step inside a coffee shop and you don't really know what to do other than just eat like crazy. Uh, okay. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? Uh, I think my highlight of today was just that most of the ride was on gravel which is different than every other day that we've had here we've had some decent gravel but i'd say probably 70 percent 80 percent yeah gravel probably like 80 miles of the the route yeah Mm -hmm. because only the first 20 only the first 18 was 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 pavement yeah Yeah. that was crazy actually because when we hit the pavement right there at the very end we're like whoa the last time we saw pavement was when we got waffles like at 10 (laughs) a.m anyway so that was pretty unique and um i think this whole trip we've been looking at these uh tiny i I guess you could call them waterfalls but payson and i've been calling everything waterfalls like (laughs) there's a million waterfalls every 10 feet but chris is like we haven't seen a waterfall yet and um today we saw two um pretty amazing waterfalls and the second was the largest one that i've seen in person um and so that was really exciting to be around and then um 
the last bit of of riding that we did today um, was incredible. So fun, so dynamic, so engaging. The time went by really fast. Um, it wasn't until I looked down at the GPS and was like, okay, 83 miles, we're, we're done. And we, and we look and we're not done. Super and we're, <laughs> and so I think mentally recalibrating, um, the longer ride. It took a second, but it was unbelievably beautiful and still and sunny. It was today was pretty much the first day that we had extended sun, so that was really beautiful and fun. And then um, I think the last highlight was um, getting a tenth wind today at the very end of the ride, and I was riding um, pretty hard because I was just wanting to get to food, and I had I had a sheep run right out in front of my bike and I almost hit the sheep um, and it made me laugh really hard because I skid a little bit and got around it and um, so that was I, I we've talked a lot on this trip like how how do the sheep know <laughs> they never run the wrong direction like deer do well, finally got one um, so yeah it was a great day beautiful a day in your bike yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it was uh it was pretty perfect, and I think uh, I would ride today's ride over and over and over. I think um, the first road climb was a little rough with the with the moisture, but um, once we hit dirt, it was just kind of a perfect day. So I think uh, for us to end the trip on such a cool, just very um, different terrain than we've had um, in the past was pretty special. Definitely no, agree. There were so many highlights from today. Um, so many sweet climbs. That massive pass was just really mind-blowing. It just felt like you were crossing an entire mountain range almost. Um, Dinyandi waterfall was pretty mind-boggling. But my my highlight was Nicole getting her 10th her wind. As she said, we had this nice light tailwind coming into town for the last 10K or so. And uh, she was just flying. Like, it was honestly annoying how hard she was going. Like, I did not want to have to be pedaling that hard. I was having to work quite hard to to hang at the pace she wanted to ride. And then uh, <laughs> she might get mad at me for saying this, but all of a sudden she goes, this is the end of the race. She starts narrating the end of a race. This is the end of the race. This is she- the point of the day when delirium starts <laughs> kicking in and you're just ready to be done. This is the end of the race. She gets into her drop bar position, <laughs> and, then, and then and then she's and then she's spinning along, and then she goes, she goes, and she just like drops a bunch of gears and just attacks and like starts sprinting. And I was just like, this is what I did when I was eight years old. This is what we all did when we were six or eight years old. You know, pretending we were in a race and commentating the Tour de France in our in our heads. It was very adorable, and it was just it made me so happy that um that's how we ended the day because we definitely had some some hard points out there um but per usual it's all worth it and i'm glad that it, you have to earn it out here so much that's how it should be mm-hmm. uh one more day i didn't share my highlight you didn't no oh sorry <laughs> Uh, mine, <laughs> uh, mine was definitely waffles. 
at the um, town. <laughs> with, Chris, me, that's so lame. I know, but well, well no, because me and Leo were just literally sitting there being like, I wonder when they'll get here. We'll just keep eating waffles. And it was like the guy, it was like, it was comical. He, the, 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 the guy who was making the waffles was just the cutest dude, like middle-aged man. And he like had little glasses on, little, little like gap in his teeth. He's like, this is the house I was born in. Like, <laughs> like he took us to the window, pointed up the street. He's like, that's the house I was born in. Now I'm here. And just like kept bringing waffles. Like every, like we would be like, we ate like two or three each. And then we kind of were taking little pieces and then he'd bring out a fresh one and he'd take our little piece that we'd like let like our half and just put it on top. And then he did like four times and just like kept looking at us like rhubarb jam, fresh cream. It was just like, it felt like a dream because we were shivering and we're covered in these ridiculous blankets that like look like children had used. Because I'm like, oh, can you turn the heaters on? He's like, he's like, ha ha. Just hands us a blanket. <laughs> we had, this was like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, color. fully. And I just it was kind of rad because Leo and I were just sitting there talking about the tour divide and, for like an hour. Yeah, just catching up on stuff. And I think that's. Um, I think I think the the thing that gets me excited mainly just about trips like this too is just you have these little moments you kind of get to steal away with everybody for a minute and whether it's on a climb or whether it's on some section or like you know you spend time one-on-one time with everybody at some point and i think that's always really nice and sometimes it comes in um yeah you know random ways and that's like i think what makes it fun right and and what makes it really unique is that opportunity to like you don't get to do that when you ride bikes normally right mm-hmm, but true. on trips like this so long and the days are so whatever and i think the other highlight for me was just showing everybody like one of my favorite stretches of coast like we literally rode one of the most beautiful stretches of coast you could ever ride and we did so under just epic weather which mm-hmm. was like so special you know doing um, that in the rain would be like Lyle said hard it, it would have been demoralizing like yeah and i honestly think we <laughs> We would have been like, uh, we're not going around the point. Let's take the pass. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's go through the tunnel. Yeah. Um. So, we did it, and we're here. And we tomorrow we just have um two yeah for a recap or a look forward at tomorrow. Um, like yeah, basically we are in Thingity. We're gonna we're gonna do a punchy climb in the morning. We have just a couple miles, and we can actually see the climb like right out the window if it was clear, um, right across the fjord. Um, we pop up over that. It's probably like a thousand feet, and then we have like and then we kind of it's kind of rad we cap it off with literally like the biggest climb of the trip which is cool because um it goes from flattery to uh to isafjorder but the coolest part about it is that they have a tunnel that goes there and it's like like a 5k tunnel right you just punch right over but there's an old road um that they've sort of demolished the entrance to so you have to like hike your bike up to the entrance just off the road and then you ride up and it's just cool it's just like a, a beautiful way of finishing it off right on gravel right down into town and you literally exit right where the tunnel exits too so um kind of just i don't know i think it's a um it speaks to the adventure adventurous nature of the trip right like you could have done the whole west fjords just on road but we didn't we opted for um a lot of alt routes that that took us to some really beautiful stuff and i think tomorrow will be more of the same and i'm super psyched and i can't wait can't wait Woohoo! It's gonna be good. Let's sleep. Yeah, let's sleep. <laughs> We've earned it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>